Hi, welcome to the Haven Youth Church Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message encourages you and empowers you to be all God created you to be. We love you. Welcome to the family. I hope that you're you're ready uh, to receive from the Lord tonight, not because I'm good, because I'm not, but because I know that I, I know who spoke this to me. <laughs> and I know that he wants to do something in your heart tonight, and he wants to, uh, he wants to birth something on the inside of you. We've been talking about the past few weeks, we've been talking about values. You can sit down. You can sit down. Thank you so much. We've been talking about values, and we started with Jesus is our source, week one, and then last week, uh, Pastor Jess preached on people are our commission, and that was so amazing and so challenging. Uh, and tonight, I have the privilege to speak on uh, one of our values, and it's this uh, idea, honor is our compass. Can you say that? Can you say honor is our compass? Honor is our compass. And I think that they have, like, the definition, like, kind of what we've outlined. And so I'm going to read this. Let's read this together. If you're taking notes, like, definitely write this down. We're definitely, definitely, this is my fault. I dropped the ball. We are definitely going to have, like, a printout. It's going to look really cool. And we're going to have that next week for you that's going to have all the values on it. That way you can take that with you wherever you go. Um, But I hope you've been taking notes the past couple weeks. And if you haven't, it's a great week to start. And if you're taking notes, let's start with this. So it says that honor is our direction. We are vocal about our honor. We are thankful for spiritual authorities. We choose to not withhold our honor from people. From top to bottom, we submit to who God has placed over us, and we honor and care for those God has placed under us. Amen. Can you say it one more time? Honor is our compass. Come on, can you put your hands together if you love Jesus tonight? Amen. Amen. So we're going to be talking about honor tonight, and the, the scripture I'm going to be pulling from, I'm going to have a lot of scripture tonight, I'm sorry for that. Uh, no, I'm not, but, you know, we're going to be starting in Romans, the book of Romans, uh, chapter 12, starting at verse 10, and when you're there, say amen. When you're there, say amen. Amen. Okay. So Romans, chapter 12, verse 10, it says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Verse 11, do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Verse 12, rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Verse 13, I have something different here, so I'm reading this. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Verse 14. 13. Okay, my bad. Oh, it is only 13. That's my fault. <laughs> okay, so we are talking about this thing called honor tonight. And uh, really, I think you should just know what honor is. I'm just going to give you the definition of honor. Honor simply means to demonstrate high respect or great esteem for someone, right? And so when we're, we're talking about honor, we're talking about this idea of, of like, valuing people. And when you, you honor someone when you value that person. And what honor does, honor speaks to maybe not what you can see on the outside, but what this thing called honor does is it speaks to what you see on the inside of other people. And that, that, is, that is what honor does. And can I tell you that honor is powerful. Honor is, is a powerful tool. Honor, um, honor is, is, has the ability to shift an atmosphere. And how do we know this? Because the opposite is true. Dishonor 
can shift an atmosphere. Dishonor can, can, can shift an atmosphere. And uh, can I tell you, the world that we live in does not know how to honor. The world that we live in does not know how to honor. Uh, actually, our culture nowadays is kind of like saturated with disrespect. It's so embedded into our everyday lives and in our culture that we don't even notice it sometimes. This thing of dishonor. And I think sometimes it just kind of goes like unnoticed because we don't really recognize it. We don't really realize it. It's just, it's just in the fabric of our society. It's this thing of dishonor. I mean, if you look at, I mean, even just uh, like uh, any aspect of culture. But, I mean, we're talking about like music specifically. I mean, no matter, no matter what your favorite genre is, there's, there's so much of, like, dishonor and disrespect that's, like, seeped into every single lyric. And if you really take the time and, like, read some of these things that you're, like, bopping your head to, like, it's kind of crazy. Especially for, for those of us that are, that are, are Jesus followers and are trying to, to serve him in everything that we do, man. It, it, it's th this thing of this, this dishonor that is constantly in your life, and if you, like, you don't realize it, it can catch you off guard, and it just kind of becomes a part of who you are, and, and as I'm speaking tonight, man, I just want to be honest with you, like, I'm, I'm, like, preaching to a mirror right now, because I think we all, in different ways, in different areas, struggle with this, this idea of honor. If we're being honest with ourselves, honor is something that might not come natural for some of us. It's something that we actually have to kind of fight for and something that we actually, like, you know, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and we have to choose honor more often than not. We have to make a decision to be honorable people. We have to make a choice every day not to just simply choose honor but to actually, like, not choose and scorn and push away dishonor. And, and, and that, that's the thing is uh, when, when we're talking about, uh, about, about honoring, honoring people and honor being our compass, uh, I think what really uh, keeps us from honor sometimes is, is how other people have treated us. And so we make up in our minds who is worthy of our honor and how much of our honor they're worthy of. And I, I understand that there are, there are so many different stories just in this room tonight. I understand that there may have been somebody that hurt you, that wasn't there for you, that was in a position where you should have been honoring them, but they, they dropped the ball. And I, I understand that. But I, I want to tell you tonight that dishonor is actually robbing you of a blessing. And when you choose to walk in dishonor, it's, it's, keeping, it's keeping a barrier between everything that God wants to pour out in your life. And, and so I understand you might be dealing with hurt, and, and I'm with you, and I want to let you know that we are with you. And I want to let you know that there is a God that can heal you from all of that, and he can, he can restore every single part of your heart, every broken piece. He can put back together by the power of his spirit, and you can walk in wholeness, and you can walk in, in fullness of joy and fullness of life, and you can walk in this thing called honor. Because can I tell you tonight, as the those who are serving Jesus in a lost and dying world, one of the biggest testimonies that you can have is your honor. One of the biggest testimonies of a, of a transformed heart of a believer is, is your honor. 
And not just your honor, but honor in the face of those who have dishonored you. Honor in the face of those who have wronged you. Don't look now, but honor in the face of people that you don't agree with. On whatever level that might be. It is such a testimony. Because our culture nowadays, we have come to the, we have come to the place as a society where if I disagree with someone, that gives me the right to disrespect them. If I disagree with someone, then I, I have free reign to disrespect them. How, how, how does that make sense? And, and that is really the lie of the enemy in our culture today. That in every area of your life, he's tried to create disagreement so he can create division, and it all flows from dishonor. That is the goal of the enemy, is if he can drive a wedge in between you and especially another believer, but even not, just another person, another human being. And it's like we've gotten to a place in our society where people that are on the other side, first of all, we, we view too many people as the other side. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. We are all human. And, and, and there's, there's an issue when we allow uh, the lie of the enemy to, to create division because there, there is division in God's house. And then outside of that, there's division between you and people that God has placed in your life to reach. No matter how they've wronged you, no matter what they've done for you, to you, uh, if they are in your life, and if you are a born-again believer, if you are walking in the fullness of the Spirit of God, he has a plan for their life, and you are attached to it. No matter how big or small that might be, you are attached to it. And if you choose dishonor, you are going to miss out on everything that God wants to use you for. And so we have to be, we have to be a people who, who say this is one of our values. And this is one of the things that, that is foundational in my life is this thing called honor. And so it, it's my compass. Wherever I go, wherever I find myself, I have this compass called honor. And so I know, yes, they may have wronged me. Yes, they may have talked down on my name. But I know my compass is pointing towards honor. And I know that if I stay looking at the compass, I'm always going to go down the right path and follow the right direction can I tell you that the Holy Spirit has a direction for your life and it's a direction of honor amen 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 and honor like we said honor comes from from valuing people and this goes so well with kind of what we talked about last week um, you know this idea of people being our commission and you know people being our assignment and all of that is true. All of that is so good. Can I tell you, like, the believers in the house that um, believe that God has anointed them to reach people, can I tell you that the, the best way to not reach people is to treat them like assignments and treat them like projects. Nobody wants to feel like a project. Although we all are. And we're all a work in progress, and we're all working towards this thing, working out our own salvation. Man, 
You are not going to reach people when you treat them just simply as an assignment and as a project. But when you value people, when you honor people, man, God opens up so many doors. He creates so many avenues. He makes so many ways for you to reach people. But you have to honor people, and you will never honor people if you don't value them. If you can't see the value on the inside of them, then you're not going to honor them. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, uh, like, like, I like clothes, so it's stupid, but <laughs> I like clothes, and there, there are, like, there are, like, clothes that I've bought that I've, like, I've spent, like, no money on. Like, I, I go to the thrift store a lot. I love going to the thrift store. It's my favorite, favorite place in the world. I really, like, feel God in the thrift store. I really do. It's incredible. I'm telling you, it's so, it's honestly changed my entire walk with Jesus. <laughs> no, but the thing about the thing about thrifting is like if like it's kind of one of those things that like if you know what you're looking for, like that's what makes it exciting. Is because you can you can find something on the rack and you're like you look at the price tag and you're like, oh, they have no idea what this is. And that's the coolest feeling in the entire world. You know, like this thing should be like five times what this price is right now. Um but you see, like, you see the value in it. And so immediately you grab it, and immediately it means the world to you because, you know, you know what it's worth. You know what its value is. And there are so many people in your life that God has placed in your life that the world doesn't see their value. And they're just kind of tossed to the side. They're just hung up on the $5 rack. But God ordained it that you would be walking down that aisle and that you would see them, and you would see them as a child of God, not a product of their past, not a product of their mistakes, not a project, not an assignment, but a child of God who has value on the inside of them. Come on, does anybody want to reach people for Jesus? Is there anybody that wants to see the lost come to know Jesus? Is there anybody that wants to see revival take place? Can I tell you that revival will happen when you start valuing people? We put so much value in all these other things in church. There's so much value in the lights, and I love lights. There's so much value in the music, and I love music. There's so much value in merch. I love merch. <laughs> but, man, as, we've, as we said last week, man, people, there are, there are missions. That's what God has us here for is for people and if we're going to accomplish that if we're going to reach people if we're going to reach a lost and dying world that is flooded every single day is overwhelmed with dishonor and disrespect I believe that God is calling his people to be a people of honor that will see the value on the inside of others and will see that they are so much more than what meets the eye. You have to see the value on the inside, on the inside. Because when you value people, being kind to them is really easy. When you value people, not disrespecting comes naturally. And when you value people, you'll pause before you attack. You'll wait before you assume. You'll take a moment to listen before you speak. See, honor, 
it's not just something that we do because as I'm talking right now and we're talking about, you know, honor is our compass. It's like I could totally see how um, you might be in this room. You're like, well, I just need to change how I talk. I just need to be a little bit more uppity and positive and flowery with my talk. But can I tell you what we're talking about in these next few weeks is, is values. And a value isn't something that you do. It's what you are. It's who you are. And so honor cannot just be something that you do. It has to be who you are. It's not, honor, honor is not lip service. Honor is a life service. Honor is what I want my life to be marked by. It's so much deeper than just what I do or how I talk to people or how I treat people. But honor is in the, the very fabrication of who I am. These are my values. These are our values as a house, and we hope that if this is your house and you call this home and you're a part of this community, man, we love you so much, and we want you to have these values on the inside of you so that they will guide you everywhere that the Lord leads you. Your values are going to be what keeps you on on the steady path is your values, and they have to be on on the inside of you, uh, deep down. It's got to be so much more than lip service. And... Uh, did you know that God honors people? Did you know that God honors people? So why don't we? Why is it so hard for us to, to display honor? When we are singing to, praying to, and growing closer to a God that honors people so easily. It's, it's in the very nature of who he is. He honors people. And uh, we, were at, uh, we were at Bible study on Tuesday, and it was, it was really good. It was really awesome. Can we give it up for Kia? She does a great job with that. And Ariel, they do such a good job with that. Man, you definitely need to come out to a Bible study if you haven't been. It's really a, just a great time of discussion uh, because, you know, as, as I'm up here talking, I probably don't make any sense. And you're probably going to have a bunch of questions. And maybe you do every week. This is, things like Bible study are where you're able to ask those questions. And those are the things that are actually going to grow your faith, right? Um, because it, it happens in community. And, yeah, come to Bible study. That was, that was my plug for Bible study. Um, but we were actually there. We were having a discussion about, like, a bunch of different things. Um, and it was, like, all really good. And, like, you could just feel, like, God kind of, like, like, teaching people in that moment, man. And uh, I think it was, I think, Alyssa, I think you said something about, about mirror neurons that was so good. And it's, like, this idea of, like, when you look at somebody and you smile at them, like, they smile back. And it's, like, a cognitive, like, neuronical, that's not, I can't, that can't be a word, thing. <laughs> but... <laughs> And it's this idea of this, like, mirror neurons. And it's this idea of, like, what you portray is what you're going to, like, perceive. And uh, that, that is what is, is so powerful, what we've been talking about, like, how our culture is so seeped in this thing of, like, disrespect and has no idea what honor is. But, man, if you will be the one where in your community, wherever God has placed you when you're not here on a Sunday or a Thursday, man, if you will take, if you will take the initiative to be the one that says, man, I'm going to portray honor, and I know that as I portray honor, I'm going to start to perceive honor, because there is something about 
uh, human connection that, man, when you bring encouragement, when you bring positivity, when you say, hey, I know what you're going through, but I want to let you know that you're not alone, and I see what God's doing on the inside of you. I see how he's working in your life. Man, you can shift an entire atmosphere. You can change an entire group. How many of us are, I mean, I, I, will raise, I will raise my hand first. I am friends with people that are not honorable. I am not going to lie. <laughs> and it's so easy when you're in that setting and you're in that circle, it just comes on to you. And you just start to bounce it off of each other. And as tough as that is, man, there is something that is so powerful about somebody that will decide to be used of the Holy Spirit in that moment, man. When you are surrounded by people who are, who are dead set on dishonor, if you will just throw some honor in there, watch how fastly the Holy Spirit can change that entire thing. Can I tell you a quick story? Um, a few years ago, after, uh, actually I think this was after Elevate, not Southern Ohio. Um, yeah, it was after Elevate. Like some of like my closest friends in the world, like, were at that camp, and, like, it was, like, super awesome how the Lord was moving in each of their lives, and, um, you know, we uh, kind of, like, we're talking in our group chat, and we're, like, hey, let's go over to so-and-so's house tonight, man, let's, like, let's have a prayer meeting, like, the day after camp, um, and I was, like, yeah, let's, like, let's do that, that sounds awesome, so there was about probably 10 of us there in my friend's basement, and uh, we were, like, supposed to be, like, praying, and, um, it was, like, super awkward. It was just kind of, like, the vibe was just kind of weird. And, like, people were, like, so there was, like, some of us that were, like, okay, like, let's start praying. And then some of us were, like, mm, like, kind of, like, acting all cringed out about it. And for a moment, the entire atmosphere of that room kind of just went to the negative side. And we kind of, like, just kind of, like, forgot about prayer. Like, let's just go, let's go out, let's, like get some, dr not drinking, like, let's go to Sonic and get, like, a blue ocean water, um, <laughs> um, and so we did that, and we came back, and I, I can't, I can't even remember who it was, I, I don't want to lie and say it was me, it probably wasn't, but somebody was like, let's do what we came here to do, and, like, as soon as that was, like, spoken, like, everything turned, and we were like, yeah, let's, let's pray, like, that's what we wanted to do tonight, Let's pray. Can I tell you that that was around like 8 o'clock on a Saturday night, and we were in prayer all the way until we had to leave for church Sunday morning. It was one of the craziest experiences of my life. Like, Mark, everybody that was in that room, like, we have a special bond to this day, all from that moment. And there was one, one of my closest friends. Uh, she was there, and she was like, she didn't go to camp, and she was like, I didn't even really want to pray tonight. Like, I was going to go out and honestly just, like, drink. Not, not Blue Ocean. I was going to drink with, you know, people I know I shouldn't be hanging out with. But then next thing you know, she's in prayer with us for 12 hours, man. She rededicates her life to the Lord. I mean, God fills her with his spirit again. Like, it was so crazy. It was such an awesome thing. And all it took was somebody took a step 
and said, I know I'm surrounded by all of, of these things that are contrary, that are negative, but man, what would happen if I just like take a step and decide to just sprinkle in what I feel like God's telling me to say? Man, can I just tell you, I want to I wanna encourage somebody tonight that what God has given you and this thing called honor is such a powerful tool for you to transform the groups that you're placed in and to transform the people that are in your life. It starts with honor. It starts with honor. Amen. Amen. Um, and so when we're talking about honor, we're obviously we're talking about honoring other people. Um, but also, you know, we, we must honor God by submitting to his authority and what he's speaking. That's the other part of honor is we honor other people, but then we, all, we also we honor and reverence um, the God that we're worshiping. Amen. First uh, Corinthians chapter six, verse 19 uh, through 20 says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own for you were bought with the price. So honor God in your body. I know that says glorify the version I have here says honor. I messed up there. My bad. Um, and so Here's the thing, is we honor, we lead lives of honor because we are honorable. And like we said, it, it is not just uh, what we say, but it's who we are. Um, and we have to, uh, as we've been talking uh, so far, we have to make a decision and make a choice for honor and choose honor um, in the face of a world that has no value for it, that doesn't see the value in it, that doesn't see the point in it. Um, but we are people who, are, we are not called to be affected by the culture, but we are called to affect culture. And so we choose God's principles over the world's patterns. We choose the principles of God over the patterns of this world. And that is, that, that is what we have to choose daily. That's what we have to make a, a decision to live in and to uh, walk in daily. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17 says, honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Quick question for everybody in this room. When it says honor everyone, do you think that it actually means everyone? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But that's, that's the problem, right, that we come into is sometimes, sometimes people don't honor me. And Sometimes people don't, in my mind, don't deserve honor. But 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17 says, honor everyone. And so am I going, I have to, you have to make a decision in moments like this. Are you going to let your life be dictated by your emotions and by your feelings? Or are you going to stand on the firm foundation of the word of God and honor Every single person that God puts in front of you. Come on. Come on. And uh, what we have to do is uh, to choose honor. We have to, um, in the face of people that haven't honored you and that you think don't deserve honor, I got, I got a couple things that we need to do. Uh, number one is choose compassion over indignation. And so it's this idea, this, 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 this word indignation, it's basically like 
an, like an anger that you have, and so it, it justifies your actions. Um, but we're not called to walk in that. And what we're call, called to walk in is compassion. And so if you want to honor people, why don't you ask God to break your heart for what breaks his? Because do you know that God has compassion for people? Do you know that God uh, cares about people? Do you know that God uh, longs to see those that are far from him come close to him? And, and what we have to do, and as we are deciding to be people that are used of God, is we have to choose compassion. We have to choose uh, maybe even th this word sorrow, where, you know, there are people in our lives that don't know God, or maybe they did at one point and they don't now. Um, and it's easy when those people are not showing you honor, when they're not showing you respect, to just kind of write them off. But can I tell you that God is calling you to a higher place. He's calling you to a place of compassion. He's calling you to a place where, where you get the vision that he has. And God, help me see people like you do. Help me see people as he, not just, not just people that I walk by every day. But God, let me know the depth of a human soul. And let me know the reality of eternity, God. And let me know the significance of what you've called me to do and something as simple as honoring people God help me to realize the depth of it we have to to choose compassion over indignation and then this uh, this other thing here is um, <clears throat> make prayer overpower sarcasm now I love sarcasm I love it so much it's like part of my personality it's awful but <laughs> Sometimes, and I'm sure many of us in this room, if not everyone, has experienced this. Sarcasm, even if it's, like, coming from a good place or, like, not coming from a bad place, like, people, people can receive that as, like, really, really tough, like, dishonor. And that's something I've had to learn. That's something that I have to fight. Um, and so I think it's, I think it's all about shifting your mind. And how do we do that? And it's, it comes from growing closer to the Father. And that happens when you spend time with him. And when you are um, so, like the Bible says to pray without ceasing. And so, like, maybe you're in those moments where you're like, man, I got, like, that sarcasm, like, just creeps in. I swear, it's like a bug that I could just feel creeping into my mind, like, every single day of my life. It's awful. But, man, how much of a difference could we make if in those moments, man, if we would just whisper, like, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. God, I am a person of honor. I want to choose honor, God. Show me how, how to approach this with honor. Show me how to approach this with love. Show me how to approach this with kindness. And, and let your prayers, let your communicating with God drown out sarcasm. Man, I know that sounds like super simple. But, like, it's really powerful. Like, if you can really get this tonight, and if you can really um, walk in honor, man, there's going to be so many people that God is going uh, to transform their lives because of your obedience. Um, so choose, com choose compassion over indignation. Make prayer overpower sarcasm. And then this one's really good. Let clear truth overrule mockery. 
we're talking about honoring people. Now, I know that this is, this might be hard. Like, this might be, like, some really, like, basic stuff for you. Like, these aren't really, like, ivory tower things. But let clear truth overrule mockery. The truth of God's word. And so, not, not what I feel about this person, but what does God say about this person? Not how, how my emotions are swaying me and how I treat this person or how I speak to this person, but what, what, what does God have to say about their future? What does he have to say about their destiny? And what would happen if I actually let that be, that be my driving force when I encounter people? And so all of this is, is, about, is about choosing honor because can I tell you that not just in the world, even in the church, we have lost the art of honor. We have lost the art of honoring people. And I think that for whatever reason, I think maybe just because the, the society that we're in, we have just like placed a different level of value on it. It's not like the most important thing anymore. Um, but can I tell you that if you are, if you are a part of this house and if you are um, a believer, that you are a part of the body of Christ, you, you don't get the opportunity to just take what you want. It's not Netflix. You don't just pop in for what you want, go to that exact episode, watch 10 minutes of it, and you're gone. You don't just take what you want because the church, the church is not a commodity. So many people treat it like a commodity. No matter how long you've been in here, it, it's, it's a lot. It's so transactional sometimes. But the church is not a commodity. I want to tell you that tonight. It is not a commodity, but rather it is a community. The church is not an organization. It's an organism. It's a body. And we all have a role to play. And if we're, if we're going to play our role, if we're going to do what God has called us to do, it starts with being who God has called us to be. And that is people of honor. That is people of honor. We have to be who he's called us to be before we can ever do what he's called us to do. It starts on the inside. And so we don't take advantage of the church. We don't take advantage of the people in this church. We don't take advantage. We take part. We partner with each other. We are the body of Christ. We come together. The church is not about what you can get. The church is about what you can give. We are called to be living sacrifices. Living sacrifices. And 1 Timothy uh, chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. Amen, Pastor Matt. <laughs> I mean, that's the Bible. I get, I, I get you might be, like, tired or, like, really um, excited to go eat hot dogs. You guys like hot dogs. I don't eat those. You guys, like, go crazy over those things, man. <laughs> but the Bible says here that that the elders who, who rule well are are to be considered worthy of double honor. And so when we talk about honoring authority, man, why is this important? Why is honoring those that God has placed above you so important? Well, that's because you will never receive from that which which you cannot honor. And so if I if I don't have honor for the person who's in front of me, who's preaching, who's teaching, who's speaking, who is opening up the word of God and, and, and is attempting to speak for God. 
If I don't honor that person, I can never receive from them. And I think about, I think about uh, the, the story in the Bible where Jesus, he meets this woman, and she's at the well, and they're talking, and they're having this conversation. He's telling her all these things about her, about her life, and she's like, whoa, that's crazy. And she's like, you must be a prophet. And that's where she messed up. It's because he is not just a prophet. He, if he was just a prophet, then that means, like, his words probably have some weight, but, like, eh, you know, whatever. But no, he is actually the son of God. He is actually God in the flesh. He is fully God. He is fully man. And he, and then that, that takes a whole other world of weight to what he's speaking to me. And so um, you have to honor, honor those that God has placed over you. Um, because here's the thing about, about it is what God is wanting to do through you and what he's like wanting to empower you to become and the vision and the plan that he has for your life is so amazing. It's so much greater than you could ever even imagine. I want to tell you that tonight. And the best way, the can I say the safest way to see that come to pass is to have honor for the authority that God has placed in your life. Because when you walk in dishonor for authority, Man, you are honestly opening yourself up to a world of hurt. You are opening yourself up to so many things that you do not want to deal with. But if you will honor those that God has put in your life in places of authority, man, it's going to save you from so much hurt, so much confusion, so much doubt. But, man, if you can learn to honor those that have been where you're at now, then, man, God can use that. And he can, he can launch you even faster, even further. Maybe not faster, actually. A lot of us want to be gone, like, way too quick. But maybe he, maybe, maybe it's not faster. But maybe if you will choose to honor authority, God will launch you further. How many people have we seen that the instant they could, they could jump to their own thing, they did it. And how, how many times is it, have they fell on their face? And that's not to disrespect anyone, but it's just to simply say that God has an order for things. And that he is a God of structure. He is a God of generations. He is a God that, that pours in to the generation before for the sake of the generation after. He is a God that speaks from generation to generation. And he can use those that he has placed over you to launch you into destiny and to launch you into a life of purpose. But you, have, you will never receive that. You will never understand that. You will never see that come to pass if you don't have honor. If you, if you don't have, have honor. Can I tell you that dishonor, dishonor makes your life small? Dishonor will close doors and burn bridges. You will never utilize what God has given you. You will never utilize what God has given you if you do not first honor it. Can I tell you that honor multiplies? Dishonor divides. Honor opens. Dishonor, it closes so many doors every time. Honor releases. Dishonor retains. I want to keep it for myself. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be generous with my words. I'm not gonna be generous with the life I lead. I, 
I want to keep all the credit. I want to keep all the honor for myself. Dishonor retains. It's a, it's a closed fist. And your life just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And I love, I love uh, what Eugene Peterson says in his message. Uh, and it says the, the world of, I don't have the exact verse in front of me, but the world of the generous just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And we use that a lot of times for offering. And that's super good for offering. I love that for offering. That's great. But man, how much bigger would your world get if you started getting more generous with honor? If you started getting more generous with your words? If you started uh, actually depositing like words of affirmation in the people that God's placed in your life? If you started speaking to the thing that's on the inside of them? Man, how much bigger would your world get? Can I tell you that honor will open doors. Honor promotes, dishonor demotes. Honor starts Dishonor stops. And maybe you're here tonight, and you're on this journey of faith of following Jesus, and maybe you just kind of feel stuck. Maybe you feel like, I haven't gone backwards, but I definitely haven't gone forward. I would challenge you tonight to check your honor tank. I would challenge you tonight that, have I been holding back honor from people that God has placed in my life? And I want you to, to, uh, to really consider that tonight and see what would happen if you would let your mind be transformed tonight. If you would just shift everything and, and you would begin to, to pour out that honor and watch how much further God will take you. How much further he will push you because, uh, because of your honor. And so tonight, I would just challenge you to, to check your honor. When's the last time that you actually displayed honor? Because there is, there is energy, there is joy, there is peace, there is the presence of God that comes when you choose to honor. I, I think it was, it's been a couple weeks now, um, but uh, Matt was preaching on, uh, what was it, the enemy of familiarity? That was so good, but man, can I tell you that familiarity is a stepping stone to dishonor. Because when I get too familiar with somebody, I can lose the true value of like who they really are on the inside. Familiarity can be a slippery slope to dishonor. And, th and that's why we have, to, we have to live lives of like being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like not just with God, obviously, but with, man, those that God has put in our lives, man. I don't want to get too familiar with you. And like not that I don't want to get too close to you because like, you know, we're doing this life together. But, man, I don't want to get too familiar with what's on the inside of me. I don't want to get too familiar with, with the, the, what, what God has birthed on the inside of you because I want to always have that value of it. And I want to speak to the value of it. And so uh, we have to, to choose um, to push back against familiarity. Um, and I love the, the first verse, the verse scripture that we read, Romans 12. Um, I love this idea of it, it challenging us uh, to honor. And it, it's this idea of like outdoing each other in honor. And, like, that is so cool to me to think about, like, man, we, uh, we, we, like, we, so we, like, I play basketball, like, on a weekly basis, no big deal, uh, whatever, you know, I got, yeah, you know, it's whatever. Um, but <laughs> that's a competition, right? And so, like, it, when you're on, like, a, like, field or a court or something like that, um, 
it can like get really competitive and it can get really little uh little antsy sometimes and you know it like can sometimes like bring out sides of people that you didn't even know existed it's crazy i mean like elijah and tristan are so like they're so good at basketball they don't even worry about it they're like looking down on everybody so they don't ever have to worry about dishonor when it comes to that because they're just they're incredible um <laughs> but no, the scripture here in Romans, it's talking about outdoing each other in honor, man. And I don't think that it's meant to be taken like at this like or like keeping honor scores or something like that. But man, it's this thing on the inside of you. Like and if you've ever played any type of sport or any type of like board game or like video game, like you get competitive. And what does that do? That causes you to go after it harder. That causes you to try a little bit more. And I think that that's what the scripture is saying here when it says to outdo each other in honor. It's, it's, it, it wants you to get this competitive fire on the inside of you, man, where you're like, man, I want to do better today with honor than I did yesterday. So I'm going to try harder because I, I've got this like competitive fire on the inside of me. And, and it's shaping my entire life. It's shaping every decision that I make. It's shaping every action action that I choose to do um, because we're called to outdo each other in honor. And uh, sorry, that's my dog back there. <laughs> okay, so does anybody, so who's in, who's, okay, it's summer right now. Nobody's in school. All right, well, let's come to the altar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Um, so, all right, so raise your hand if, like, you're still in school, but not, like, right now. Like, you're in summer break right now, but you're going to be in school after summer break, like high school or some type of school. Okay, cool. So uh, can you raise your hands if your favorite class is math? No way. Are you serious? Well, this has ruined my message, so Matt, you wanna, I'm just kidding. No. Um, okay, well, that's cool. I hated math. And was not good at it. <laughs> and um, I was actually so bad at math that my senior year of high school, I was in this class. And I'm so embarrassed to even say it. <laughs> my math class, my senior year of high school, do you want to know what it was called? It was called senior math. <laughs> All my friends were in, like, pre-calc. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I got to study for the senior math test. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I'm, not, I'm not good at math. I'm not a math person. So, like, we're doing, like, uh, you know, for our finals, we're doing, like, addition and stuff like that. I felt, I felt really good. I did really, I did really good. I, d I did. I, I passed. I obviously graduated. Um, okay, but no, when you're in math class, I can't remember exactly where I learned it because it all just kind of blends together. It's just numbers. Um, but there's this thing called the greatest common factor. And so if we take a set of numbers, like 12, 20, and 24, um, the common factor would be two, but the greatest common factor would be four because it's the largest number that all of those numbers can be divided by. And I, I, I think when we're talking about this thing called honor, is um, it is the greatest common factor in people who have confidence from the inside and an assurance that allows them to celebrate others. And can I say it's, it's really, it really is from a place of security because I think dishonor is, is rooted in insecurity. And so um, if I'm not secure in who I am and who God has created me as and who he has called me to be, 
it, it's so much harder for me to honor people because um, what in, the lie of insecurity will tell you that everybody is a threat. And we live in, in, a, in a world and in a culture that is, like, pushing, like, everything. Like, it's crazy. Like, anything that you like to do, that is, like, the only thing you should do with your entire life. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like TikTok is – there's a job for everything now. It's wild. Um, but <laughs> – I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't know why I said TikTok. People really do get paid off TikTok. That is crazy. That is wild, like just going on, I don't know, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> but no, we, we, we live in a society that's saying like all of your hobbies, like that should be what you do for the rest of your life. And, and, and anybody that is like already doing that is a threat to you. And anybody that is where you're not is a threat to you. And so you can't honor those people uh, because that, that's going to keep you from, from being on your grind and hustling and doing your thing. Uh, can I tell you that is not, as Jesus followers, it's not the life that we're called to live. Uh, well, no, we are actually called to uh, have honor, and we're actually called to be secure in who God has created us to be and, and, and get our confidence, not from our own strength, but from the strength of his spirit. And, and we, are, we are to be people that have no problem giving out honor because we know who we are. We know who God has created us to be, and so it's easy for us to release honor. It's easy for us to, to give up our, our words and, and to, to be somebody that can celebrate other people. Celebrate other people. I, I believe that honor is the distinction. And I think honor is found where any life growth and joy is. You will always, I think honor is, is the greatest common factor. And it's a necessary ingredient in your life for anybody to grow into what God has called them to be. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speed through this real quick. I'm going to wrap up. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> okay, so when we're talking about honor being the common factor, there's a couple things that I, I see honor as a common factor. Number one is God's protection. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30 says, Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel, declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me, for those who honor me I will honor, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. And the scripture here, it's talking about this guy named Eli, and it's talking about his sons that were priests. And um, his sons were actually making a mockery of the house of God, and they were taking advantage of their, their positions of leadership. And God released his hand of protection over them, and they lost their lives because they stopped honor. Because they stopped honoring. Can I tell you that honor, it puts the hand of God on your life. Honor will put the hand of God on your life. And I, I, I think that um, when we're talking about honoring people, like we said earlier, man, there are different circumstances. And maybe, you know, it, it's hard for you to honor this person or that person because of what they've done to you. And I want to tell you that you're... Your feelings, like, they are valid. And I want to tell you that you're not alone. And I want to tell you that God can heal and mend that. And I think that when we come uh, come to those, like, relationship moments where that honor is completely broken, I think that sometimes, uh, I've just seen it so many times, the first thing that we want to do is we, like, run from God in anger. But, man, I, I want to I tell you in those moments, run to God with your anger. 
Can I tell you that you can be honest with God? Can I tell you that it actually honors God when you're honest with him? And whatever you're carrying, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're struggling with, you can take it to God. You can take it to your father. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago when we didn't have a church and we just had like a prayer meeting here. And um, it's this idea of like God being our father. And can I tell you that it was so hard for me because my father really hasn't been a big part of my life for a really long time. And so it's hard for me to see him like that sometimes. Or it was when I first got saved. It was really hard. Um, but as you continue to develop a relationship with God, you can see him as not a mere image of your earthly father, but he is a perfect father. And he wants to hear from you. And he wants to know what's going on in the inside of your heart. He wants to know the real things, the honest things, the deep things. And that's what develops a relationship. That's what, that's what establishes a relationship. That's what continues to build on that relationship is honesty. Because, I mean, how many of your best friends, like, don't know anything real about you? No, the people that are closest in your life, you trust them with those things. And you, you're able to be vulnerable with them. And that, that is what God is looking for tonight from you, is that he wants, uh, he wants to be honored by your honesty with him. Uh, secondly, um, God's promise. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16 says, honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God commanded you, that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. This is a command that actually has a promise tied to it. And if you will, it's this idea that if you will honor your mother and your father, or, you know, maybe they're not even in your life. I don't know what your story is. But if you will honor the authority that God's placed in your life, your days will be long. It's a promise. It's a promise that you can stand on. And it's so important because that's where, that's where God will pour, at, pour in so much wisdom and perspective into your faith journey. It's from those that he's placed above you. Um, so God's promise and then God's provision. God's provision, honoring, honoring God with our finances. Um, it brings blessing. We talk about it all the time. Um, and I think it, it comes from this place that we recognize and we honor that everything that we have is from God. And nothing is from our own doing, but everything comes from him. And so uh, honor brings God's provision. Number four, honor brings God's presence. I'm not going to read all of the verses because I'm trying to, like, run through this super quickly. But I want to challenge you to read the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit falls um, and, and, you know, empowers the, the early church. Um, can I tell you that the disciples in this story as you read it, they honored Jesus by waiting. And sometimes, sometimes that's what God's calling you to do, is to wait and know that, man, as you're waiting, you're honoring him. And that uh, just like in this story, in, in an instant, he sent the Holy Spirit. And um, actually the descending of the Holy Spirit was evidence that God the Father had honored Jesus. Because it, it meant that Jesus had ascended to the Father, to the right hand of the Father. And so 
In turn, God the Father sent the Holy Spirit. In, in honoring Jesus, he sent the helper. He sent the Spirit of God that empowered his church way back then and even today is empowering and equipping his church. He sent the Holy Spirit to empower us. And God is honored when we honor. God is honored when we honor. This last thing I want to I share with you is honor will bring God's power. God's power. And uh, I'm going to read Acts real quick. Acts chapter 2, verse 14 through 21. I'm so sorry. I'm going way too long. Um, I never do this. Uh, but Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since, it's, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants in those days I will pour out my spirit. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and the vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Okay, if you want, you can stand to your feet. Thanks for listening. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast with someone. You can follow us on social media at Haven Youth Church. We love you, fam. The best is yet.